Welcome to The Brand is Female. I'm Ava Hartling, and I created this podcast so that powerful women could share their journey to unlocking their own potential, to empower others, and to inspire change. Kimberly Uport Mimran is my guest this week. She's president and design director of Pink Tartan. She's also known as fashion royalty in Canada. She created Pink Tartan, the women's wear brand, in 2002. It has since grown into an international brand known for understated luxury and sophisticated sportswear. We all own Pink Tartan Basics. It's a must-have in anyone's closet. At Toronto Fashion Week this year, Kim presented a brand new collection of evening wear, or Canadian couture as she calls it, under the label Kim Newport, which was received with great acclaim. We discussed Kim's earlier years building a career in fashion, where her inspiration comes from, the secret to keeping a fashion line alive and successful for 17 years, especially in Canada, the obstacles she's faced along the way, and also how she's found the perfect partner in her husband, Joe Mimran. Here is my conversation with Kim Newport. Well, I always loved fashion. I loved it. I loved playing dress up, like really small. I loved having like a special piece. I took pride in what I was wearing, even as a little girl. I always looked up to my grandmother because she was very well put together. Mm. She always had the right purse, the right coat. She was impeccable. Um, so, you know, growing up, I grew up in Niagara Falls, yeah. which was not a fashion capital of the world by <laughs> any means. But, um, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it, it was just part of, it was Part, became part of my life. I, mm-hmm. I went into retail because I w- wanted to work in fashion. Um, so I, I took, I started working in retail when I was about 15. And when I was making the decision to go to school, much to my parents' dismay, I decided that I wanted to go to fashion school. Okay. And that's what brought me to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I haven't left. Uh, I wanted to study fashion. And I really loved design. Mm. But... At the time, there was only one big Canadian designer. Mm-hmm. It was Alfred Sung right. when I was that young. Right. And well, there's a few, there was a few more, but that was the one that was, was sort of international. Was a big yeah. name that I that resonated with me, mm-hmm. and and you know my mom wore his fragrance, so I remember mm-hmm. that very clearly. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, well, it's kind of like going to Hollywood. You, the chances of being a famous designer mm. are very slim. Mm-hmm. So I took the route that I wanted to become a buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to, you know, learn the fashion business and see what it had for me. Right. So I studied uh, manufacturing and merchandising management. Okay, okay. And then my first job was at the day after I graduated, um, I took an, a, a buying assistance position at Hudson's Bay Company, so oh, yeah. Canada's mm-hmm. oldest retailer. Yeah. And, you know, that taught me a lot of the fundamentals. So I worked in the buying office, but I wasn't the buyer at the mm-hmm. time. So it was really, I, got, I, I understood how to do assortment plans, yeah. markdowns, you know, how to run an open to buy, mm-hmm. uh, because I was the actual one in doing all the inputting and bringing all the figures and right. doing the analytics. And it, it, it really helped me cut my teeth on understanding the business. Mm-hmm. And from there, I went into product development. Okay. Also for Hudson's Bay? No, I moved to Club Monaco. Mm -hmm. And in product development, I have to say, I'm really passionate about product. Mm -hmm. So picking it is one thing, but actually making Mm. it is something else. So I worked with talented designers in all different categories through the years. And I was an executor of product, Mm -hmm. which when you're the executor, you can actually put a little bit of your stamp on it. Mm -hmm. So... 
you know, as, as I sort of learned merchandising and I specialized in accessories and I was a denim specialist for a while. I worked in menswear. I really learned about tailoring. Um, I loved making product mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I loved seeing the sell-throughs when you bought it. Mm. You know, it, the people vote if when they it's like successful, it. Yeah, you know it right you know away. Yeah. yeah, you see yeah. the numbers. Had a couple wins. I remember one of my, one I, I one of my, learning experiences because you know you hopefully learn by your mistakes. Mm. I, I took a position on a fabric that I loved. <laughs> uh, it was an indigo dyed canvas. Ooh, and. Indigo croc. I love indigo. I right. still love indigo, but yeah. it's not practical at croc. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I took a big hit on markdowns there. So I kind of, you know, mm. learned from that to, to watch. Um, but, uh, you know, some of the risks that you take over the years. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, so at, as I progressed, I would work with designers and I would make product and I would execute it. Mm -hmm. And um, I really was able to, you know, sort of as my career progressed I was able to design it and execute it yeah, because I, yeah. I, I had all the foundations and all the right um, sort of learnings mm -hmm. to be able to source develop mm -hmm. and make product right so I worked in merchandising and uh, there's a concept that was that was an offshoot of Club Monaco called Caban, which was more yes. lifestyle driven. I remember Caban. I love Caban. I wish Caban was still around. I that do store. Too. I, I bought to... so many. I still have things in my kitchen, in my washroom that came from Caban. And it was all about, it was like the Club Monaco every day yep. that evolved mm -hmm. into its own freestanding. So yep. Joe was always so good at being um, sort of sort of forward thinking and, yep. and, and quite a product genius. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got the numbers, he's got good taste, he's got a good eye for color. So it was, it was a great, fun concept. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just being able to execute sort of lifestyle uh, you know I had the opportunity to work on that and that was it, it was great fun mm. I mean it was great fun it was great to pick what beautiful bowl looked good beside what pajama beside yeah, yes and then and then sort of Joe sold the business okay and I was married and uh, had a little baby girl well that's it because let's mention in working at Club Monaco you also met your husband I did <laughs> I met my husband and well, that was the start yeah, of a yeah, wonderful yeah partnership yeah we've been we've married for quite a long time now mm -hmm. and uh, we had a baby girl Jacqueline mm -hmm. and so we had a little bit of time off because I had Matt leave and my yeah. and my daughter was premature so oh, I was really okay. tied to the house for a little while right so after you know my Matt leave was coming to an end I was desperate to go back to work mm -hmm. um, and we'd always sort of talked about sort of a luxury men's line because mm. that's what really when my background was menswear and executing menswear right and I just woke up one morning and I decided you know what I really I want to make clothes that I love mm -hmm. and I was very enamored with pink and we codenamed mm. the concept tartan um, there's a couple of us working on it mm -hmm. and then uh, decided okay it's gonna be women's and so shifted from men's tartan. to women's. Yeah, so added the pink. And pink made sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. pink that made sense. My touch. favorite color. Yep. Had a little beautiful baby girl at home. Oh, yeah. That, and I went back to work and pink tartan was born. And that's Wonderful. my sportswear collection. Mm -hmm. So that's really, you know, was it, it's chic sportswear that took you from day to dinner. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, it's got a, a sort of a tailored edge, luxury shirts, mm -hmm. well-constructed blazers, great pants. And, you know, I learned all that through my menswear background right right right. so Being it's really about fit 
function and fashion right. all those things have to come into play mm -hmm. to be successful mm -hmm. and that's been a secret to pink tartan's success yeah and we were just chatting before the interview it launched 17 years ago yes that's i mean that's amazing for a canadian label to have been around and successful for 17 years yeah, we're going to turn 18 yeah we're going to turn yeah. 18 this year and um and you know what it, it's exciting because it's it's just it's just how you evolve mm -hmm. right as a designer and just mm -hmm. You know, I've always stuck stuck to what I like, mm -hmm. and um, again, I'm very passionate about fabrics. And when I design, it all starts with a fabric. Okay. So I, yeah. And so, there's always been beautiful prints, beautiful fabrics. Yeah, in and it's really about the, the, the fabric has to speak to me, and then I'll mm. do a little tailoring on it and see how it makes up, and then I'll decide what to what what I'm going to design into. And I work really three dimensionally, so mm -hmm. I'm not a big sketcher. I'm more of a I okay. work with, and you'll see, and even in my studio here, like yeah. you'll see that we really work with muslins to get the sort of the the Shape. shell done yeah. and, mm. and and be able to drape it and see how that. And then you cut it in the actual fabric and it mm. has a whole new life. Yeah. And then you can add the little design details that make it special. Right, right. Who are your sources of inspiration? And I say who in a sense of who's the woman you design for? Well, I actually design clothes that I love. Yep. As, especially, and I live in my clothes. Right. So right. that's quite easy. But I do think that I've always taken a very strong affection for vintage couture. Mm -hmm. And I've had the the luxury to work with Linda Lattner, who is an amazing inspiration to me. Mm -hmm. uh, she has an incredible collection in business of the finest pieces created by the best designers. So mm -hmm. if you read, like I collect it, not uh, extensively as she does, and, and, and I, I find that there's a great amount of inspiration that comes from things that stand the test of time for me. Right. So right. whether it's a sportswear blazer that you just love mm. and you can go back to, or if it's a gown that you're going to wear for red carpet, mm. I really believe that these pieces, like if you look over here, this is from this is from Christian Dior's final collection. So They're that's beautiful. a museum piece that gives me great inspiration wow. because I think it looks as good now as it did then. Wow, yes. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful silk. Yeah. Um, you know, it, and, and I do think that clothes can, I, I'm really about, you know, the longevity mm. of and wearing something more than once and having ways to wear it. So when I was right. starting to work on my new collection, which is um, sort of, a, it's, it's, for lack of a better word, it's sort of Canadian couture or special mm -hmm. occasion. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm working with a beautiful house that has beautiful needlework, um, really attention to detail. It's been around for a hundred years, mm -hmm. uh, close to a hundred years, and, and, and it's really about taking all of these designers that I hold in very high regard, like Saint Laurent, mm. like Yves Saint Laurent. I really like Raph Simmons too. He's a right. modern version. Um, yeah. I, I I do love Cristobal Balenciaga. I think yeah. those shapes were I was amazing. Gonna say, yes. I mm -hmm. loved when Nicola Gasquier came mm. into Balenciaga and took all those archival yes. pieces and made yes. them modern again. Um, you know, there's something beautiful and timeless about Coco's Chanel's line that mm -hmm. Carl did such a great job. So. You know, if you look inside, if this is actually a Balenciaga, if you mm. look inside and I show you the inside of the seam work, mm -hmm. you know, these were done one at a time. Right. It's yes. so beautiful. Yeah. And there's something in that, the, the human touch mm. and the care and the selection of fabrics matter to me. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I hope that translates into my collection because mm -hmm. I really did pour a lot of love into it. Mm, that makes sense. And are there women role models, and maybe even earlier in your career, um, who inspired you, who gave you the idea to 
you know, build your line, build your brand, become a designer? Well, there's, you know, there's all there's style icons that I've admired. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have to say, it's it, you know, Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. She was she was philanthropic. She was kind. Mm-hmm. She was beautiful, mm-hmm. but she was beautiful within, yep. which I think came through. She also yes. had exquisite taste within her own style, mm-hmm. but she got to play these wonderful women in these roles that truly inspired me mm-hmm. on and work with, you know, Givenchy was dressing her and yeah, yeah. The, the clothes were all, always, it's almost the exciting part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, 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 really, it, it sort of, it stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, 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 I sort of like timeless fashion. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that's where my where I fit yeah and you know yeah. I'm not about the meat dress or like the over-the-top <laughs> nakedness yeah. I, I'm really yeah. about sort of uh, a classic style not yeah. that's my lane yeah so I yeah. just I stay in my lane mm-hmm. that makes sense um you lead a, a large team today there's a lot of people involved in uh, behind the success of, of pink tartans tell me about your vision for leadership and as a woman designer a woman at the helm of the company how do you approach that leadership role well i have to say is that i i i it, it sounds a little trite but i think you need to follow your heart mm-hmm. um i i've you know i've worked with a lot of people in the industry and my best successes I can feel in my it's like a gut feeling Mm, yeah um and any you know everybody has ups and downs in their career yeah you have great seasons of selling you have Mm. tough seasons you know we were a large wholesale business that's changed Mm. where you have to like you know sort of move into digital Mm -hmm. and we had so much content because we had so many content partners Mm. that when you actually have to do your own content it's 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 a monster it's a beast so it's it, it, all these changes that have happened and been the disruption of digital into this business has mm. been quite you know you, you can't it's hard to keep up yeah yeah um, lots of changes yeah lots yeah. of changes so I, I think it's just the, the the thing that I think is important is that you cannot put a square peg in a round hole right and people succeed when they're in the position that they feel empowered yeah. and that works for them and, right. and what I've seen is sometimes it's a develop, developmental process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might be good at one thing and you don't know how to do something else and it's sort of how you learn that. So mm. I always feel that um, I have a knack of putting people where they feel good and that that works for me. Yeah. And, and, and when it doesn't have the right fit, mm. I do find, you know, it's like a leopard doesn't change its spots. Right, right. So it's finding that good fit with the yeah, individual and the role. Yeah, mm. and you know what? And, and being a kind human as mm. a team to your, to, you know, it's a drama business. Yeah. a minute. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's always like <laughs> swearing and yelling and slamming and yeah, and fast crying and, and yes. you know high emotions. Oh yeah, especially after fashion week. Exactly. Mm. Well, that and production shipping. Those right. are my those are my two like high strung moments. <laughs> it's like we need to get the shipping out now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that you know it's it's. It's just really pulling together as a team, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, quite a large team when we were in all the department stores. Yeah. It's a smaller team now, but you know I love the way we're moving, and I love you know just how how the process goes. Mm. What kind of leader do you think you are? Um, I'm I'm a Virgo, so I have to say I, I I try to be organized. I do like following a process we sometimes have to take shortcuts Mm. but I do find if you take the time to do the process properly and you 
triple check your work, we're going to move everything along a lot faster because mm -hmm. it's the disruption of having to go back mm. because something wasn't done right. Right. And there's a lot of breaks in the chain. Mm. Remember, with this business, like, you know, a pattern has 124 pieces in a blazer. You have fusing, you have to sew it, you have people sewing it, mm. you have people working on the patterns, you have you a presser and a cutter and a factory and you have to get it to store and you've got to get it on a body mm. and you've got to get it into a closet mm. so I deal with so many different aspects of right. the fashion business that there's always room for some disaster somewhere <laughs> every day I think <laughs> and um, tell me about the next generation so um, it could be on your team could be outside do you is mentorship something that's important to you and kind of um, you know helping the next generation absolutely find its place and, and you its know potential. what I, some of the most rewarding moments in my life is to see somebody who's been on my team come back and be so thankful for the mentorship mm. that I've given them yeah. like I think that that reward mm. is it, it's 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 because it, it's true mm -hmm. and and it's so nice because you know it, it people go on to be successful yeah. and, and happy and successful mm -hmm. sure beats miserable and depressed and not successful yeah so would agree with that. <laughs> um, I think that you know I've, I've had the opportunity to work with so many people and even in the industry because we make something you know we work with stylists we work with editors we work with um, PR like it's you really touch a lot of different aspects mm, yeah, of just yeah. business mm. not even fashion business but business yeah, yeah. so it, you know it's just the more positive and 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 sort of that you more positivity you can mm. create I think the the goodwill is good yeah yeah um what is your definition of success and if I had asked you the same question 10 years ago would the answer have been different? Well, yeah. Well, I've learned. I've learned a lot, and I and you know uh, even and I work hard. And I I have to say is that you know one of the big questions that I always had was like how do you balance it all? And you mm. you don't. Yeah. You just prioritize. You don't yes. balance it. So I think that you know, um, and I've 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 had a couple seasons that have been really really hard. I think that my is it's is just perseverance so that you can move forward so that you can get unstuck mm -hmm. I think that that's you know because when you're stuck yeah. you actually don't know what to do when you're stuck yeah. yeah I've got I've been stuck a few times so I feel like I've evolved because I don't want to be stuck anymore mm -hmm. and I don't like that feeling of being stuck and mm -hmm. not being able to move forward so yeah I think that my 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 definition of success is when somebody wears my clothes, loves them, it becomes part of their armor in the world, mm -hmm. and that, you know, it, it becomes a favorite, because a lot of love goes into what we do. Right. So for somebody to appreciate mm. it and say, you just made me feel better, yeah. or I just got this job, yeah. or I remember my first suit that I ever bought, and it was from Pink Tart. Mm. I think that's what I would think yeah. is my most successful takeaway. Yeah, yeah. And just being around. I mean, it's not an easy business, so mm -hmm. to just even be relevant this <laughs> years for 17 later. years yeah 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 um was there a point where you almost gave up where you said this isn't working it's too difficult oh, too many obstacles a million times mm -hmm. I can tell you my first story was the first time we took the line because it was it was we adopted it in Toronto quite mm -hmm. well and yeah. got it got picked up so we were taking it to New York which was 
be the next step. And the first season we took it to New York, like nobody came to see it. Mm. And I was, I actually sat because it was expensive to get there. I was right. in, you know, in market, mm. was naive as anything. Um, and nobody, nobody came. I was like, uh, I'm not letting that happen to me again. Yeah. So it was like, okay, what do mm. I need to do to get people in mm. to see the line? And, and, you know, by the next season, we started to roll. And then, you know, I got picked up by Saks and Neiman's. And mm. we were doing trunk shows all over North America. And, you know, it's just it's mm-hmm. it's just funny how it evolved. I could have given up, but yeah. I just yeah. didn't. Kept going. Yeah. So getting unstuck again and kind unstuck. of just, you know, yeah. pressing play moving forward. Yeah. And you um, um, I was going to ask you about balance, and we touched on it briefly. <laughs> no balance. What keeps you grounded? So if balance is not achievable, how do you make sure with a super busy lifestyle, uh, you're a mom as well, you yeah. run a successful business, you're extremely busy, what's a secret to at least finding some type of grounding in, in your yeah. everyday life? Well, I think that, again, you know, I, I, time management is really important mm-hmm. and making time for the things that are the most important yeah. and sharing them with the people you love. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where you, you get grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have dinner every night together mm-hmm. as a right. family. Yeah. Whenever my other kids are in town, we'll love to have them. Mm-hmm. We don't come home enough. Um, yeah. And it's like, I love to do things. So I'm relatively a happy person. Mm-hmm. I love when I see a great sample, I love creating things. I love mm-hmm. to cook. Yeah. I love art. Mm-hmm. I like actually just spending an hour on my lunch if I'm in New York and going to see a museum mm. and, and just being surrounded by things that are positive and nice. Right. I think and grounds me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I love color. I love flowers. Mm-hmm. I love animals. Like there's so many things that I can say that mm-hmm. I do, just trying to take advantage of every minute because time is fleeting yeah yes and we were just talking about that yeah. those 17 years of pink tartan have flown by basically yeah, mm. absolutely yes and um, you are married to joe mimran yes. who has a successful fashion empire himself and yes. um, what's the secret to um being married having a partnership with someone who's in a very similar field as you well i think the, the thing that works for us at home is that we have separate closets. Okay. I think it's important that we have our own space to get that. ready. Is it separate closets is a must. And, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know what, Joe and I have been so lucky because we're in a similar industry, although he's moved into TV and other mm. things, and he's more into venture ventures than, yeah. than fashion at yeah. this point in time. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's we've always been able to have our schedules so that we can do things together mm, that's nice. and I think that you know uh, we just had we just were in India for the most yes. magnificent wedding that, that looked I've, amazing it was your trip unbelievable. was spectacular so when you have these wonderful great life experiences mm-hmm. with someone mm-hmm. I mean it really it, it, it brings it, you closer it brings you closer yeah well, it's, it's beautiful, and congratulations on having both a successful company and a successful marriage. That's, that's balance in itself. <laughs> yes, and, you know, and, it's, and, it, and, it, and it, it's, everything's work. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, always what you put into something. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's, it, it, it's definitely what matters, mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice for a young woman who would be interested in following in your footsteps, starting her own label and becoming a designer? Well, I think that if you want to become a designer, you really have to understand the business, 
the 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 technical side of the business. Mm. I think that if you don't understand the fundamentals of fabric form and function, mm-hmm. that you're just you're just making something. Right. And I think that you know there's there's something to be said about putting the hours. It's like golf. I've taken up golf. Mm-hmm. You've got to swing that club yeah. 10,000 times yeah. before you're good at it. Yeah. Nobody's going to walk out in their first collection unless they're a savant mm-hmm. and like do everything perfect and it's great and it's sewn beautifully and it you it's graded perfectly and it fits mm. perfectly and you know all these fabrics work together and you can take it to market and you've done the testing on yeah. it. Like it's really a learning process. Yeah, right. And I think that you know sometimes we're naive that we know more than we do mm. until you've sort of gone through all of these processes and these learning processes and you know I know what fabrics not all of them because there's some new ones but mm. I know what fabrics work in certain ways because I've probably made enough samples in my life mm. like mm-hmm. well over 10,000 that I know how certain things react and I think right. that you have to pay attention to that mm. and not get caught up in the decoration of it all I see yeah 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 yeah, yeah I think advice. it's an it's an it's really important because mm. good collections are good collections for a reason right yeah yeah and there is something to be said yeah. about hard work oh yeah mm. and and your partners like mm. your, the, the house that you design for right. if you know the, the the quality of sewing the mm. pattern making one quarter inch off on an arm hole can kill mm. a whole production run absolutely so mm-hmm. attention to detail yeah it is um, what space do you think there is on the global fashion stage for designers from Canada? I think it's easier than it's ever been mm-hmm. with the whole idea that digital has made us so global. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, I think we'll, we'll, we'll see things evolve and I, there's a lot of disruption. There's a lot of good things coming out of, out mm-hmm. of Canada. I think mm-hmm. this is an amazing amazing country Mm. it has a lot to offer but again we're we're you know 100 years behind or more than than sort of the but i think that that gives opportunity and Mm. there is definitely been i've seen so much changes in this business Mm. Mm -hmm. um that i think that that's where it's exciting yeah like anybody can start a business today yeah 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 yeah. where when i was you actually had to be recognized Mm. by a department store yeah. or a boutique business that people would actually pick what you would have mm. now you can actually tell the story yourself yeah. I think that this whole idea mm. of being having to create your own content versus before the you know we got our content from the sources that we liked but right. content is so available now oh, yes. mm-hmm. that's where you have to be careful yeah like weeding out good content exactly there's also a, a surabundance of content well and algorithms try to feed you what they think that you're gonna like yeah. and I always think it's important to see not only what I like but mm. what I don't like so right. that I can actually make an mm. educated decision on my point of view yeah yeah versus my point. point of view always being told okay this is your point of view and it's so great so mm. I I think it I think that digital is 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 very positive um, it's just how sustainable the mm. idea yeah and the execution of the idea yes yeah. yeah speaking of online platforms and content um, I want to talk about social media um, you are present on social media you're active I think you manage your own account yeah I do uh, <laughs> you can tell authentic, probably yeah. which is nice and obviously as every other brand Pink Tartan is active and, and so on 
Um, what's the key to navigating that world of social media today? And if we if we think of younger women, I think there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. If you're young, if you're uh, even a teenager, uh, lots of pressure to look a certain way, act a certain way, pretend to have a fabulous life. We see the nice side of everybody's life on, on Instagram, for example. It's not always real. Exactly. I, I, I definitely think that it, it, like anything, it'll have a correction. Mm. I think that, you know, you actually probably do probably myself included, need a digital detox. Mm. Like you yes. have to, you can't, and I, you see it with kids too, like teenagers, my daughter's like sort of first generation social media. They're all sitting together and no one's talking. Mm. They're on their phone talking to each other through the phone while they're right. all sitting together. So I feel like it's just, it, it, it's a trend. Mm. Um, I think that there's some real awful trolls out there on the internet yeah. that have a voice yeah. that shouldn't have a voice mm. because it's just wrong to be evil and malicious mm. um, and you see that and you see it affects people I'm I, you know I, when people make a bad comment it sticks with you mm. and you think like that's not true like don't say those yeah, things yeah so I do think that um, it's it, it's 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 a tough one because you want to be present but then sometimes you want your privacy too mm. so mm-hmm. I think that it's just that needs a balance yeah and yeah. I think that, you know, and also, too, so much things can be positioned and fake, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, yeah. that, you know, you, you can't tell what's real and what's fake anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know what, I, I, I don't have the answer for that. Mm-hmm. But I, just from my experience, I was an early adopter. Mm-hmm because I was interested and that, yeah. that's when a few people were on it and then we have this social media explosion yeah. and it's just it, it, it's hard to it's hard to like I go I go, I go quiet for a long time because I'm yeah. actually working and I'm not yeah. doing I, you're I not sh- spending time yeah I forget yeah. I forget mm-hmm. so that's that's sort of um mm-hmm. That, that's sort of a problem because it, if that's all what it, it's a full-time job exactly. to run social media yes so yes. I feel like it's an opportunity for mm. someone who does it well and can manage it well and uh, it's just I would say to young girls just be careful what you post because it, you know you actually can't get rid of yeah. the internet yeah and um, and 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 you've seen you know some really horrible horror stories mm-hmm. from yeah. from people just making mistakes yeah and yeah. when you're immature it's easy to do it can happen and I think that having that much access to humanity and being immature is it, it it's a mistake that can stick yeah I see what you mean yeah I like that concept of digital detox yeah. I think we should all be going uh, on yes. a digital I detox regularly I think that yeah. that's going to be a whole yeah. that could be a whole new business yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> let me just take that phone away yeah that's and we're going to give you activities to do yeah, for three days that yeah. don't include yeah, social media. exactly. I think that we need it. Mm-hmm. I think you need to take time and not take things or yourself too mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah. What do you wish women would do more of? Well, I think that by nature, um, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of nurturing and, and protective. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it, it takes a certain type of woman to be out there networking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it's hard to do, and some women do it well, but a lot of us don't. Mm. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's just really supporting. It's, it, yeah. it, it's human nature. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it, it, networking is good if we can share and be positive. I've always worked in a very mm. predominantly women-run business. Right, right. It's competitive. Yeah, yeah. It's super competitive. Mm-hmm. 
So, so that support of each other is important. Yeah, I mm. think so. Mm -hmm. Is there a book that you read at any point, could have been earlier in your life, that really, you know, deeply marked you or influenced you or something maybe that you find yourself going back to? Well, you know what? I, I went through a phase with Deepak Chopra that mm -hmm. I loved because I, I love being introspective and I love sort of meditation. Mm -hmm. um, I'm reading and I'm not reading and audioing as much as I can. Yep. Um, Sapiens right now, which mm. is a very interesting book for me. I'm only on chapter three, but I'm trying to get the whole team, like we need to have a discussion on this point because I think <laughs> there's a lot of interesting ideas that come out. Um, you know, usually when I'm reading, it's probably just a good murder story because mm. I want to forget, but I do like some biographies mm. too and just people's life. I loved the biography in Coco and you know, there's been some strong women that you, you, it's good to hear their stories. Yes. Because yeah, everybody, ha everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what people think isn't always the truth of what mm. a personality is like mm -hmm. and how it's developed yeah. in, in t over time. Yeah, so. that's so true. Yeah, I love a good story. Is there a quote or a saying that you find yourself repeating maybe just in your head or to everybody around you? Well, you know what? I spent a lot of time working on quotes on the early days because that's what we would do when we would, like, at Pink Tartan at the old office. Yeah. We were always doing little soundbite Sundays. Um, you know, I, I, I think there's, uh, you know, when in doubt, call your mother. Like, mm -hmm. you, they, there's certain quotes that I've always, like, stuck, stuck to. to. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know, it's easy. Lose the battle, win the war. Mm -hmm. I, I think that the, it's always sort of looking at the big picture. There's mm -hmm. some million fashion quotes I like, but some are not politically correct anymore. <laughs> I mean, loved Carl, but he was not not yeah, the most yes. PC. It's true. So we have to edit those ones a little bit. But, yeah, yeah I think that there, you know, there's good sound bites out there. Mm -hmm. And it's like all the tears look like glitter from afar. Mm -hmm. There's another one that that's a Joe Mimran quote. Oh, like uh, Yeah, mm -hmm. and I yeah I think that mm. those are a few of my faves okay if you had the opportunity to go back in time you know as far back as, as you want is there something you would change or do differently do you know the the like I wish I was magic I, I lost my mom very early mm. she was uh, she, I was just in my late 20s and and you know like if I could, I just if I could go back and just have more time with her mm. I think that that would be something that I wish I could change okay because um, that was that that was like a, a deep loss for me but I mean I'm always looking forward mm -hmm. so it's really about looking forward mm -hmm. versus sort of dwelling in a dwelling past. yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a very positive way of going about it and if we fast forward in time 15 20 years looking back what will be the one thing you think you'll be the most proud of my daughter mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I can just see her developing, and it's funny to go through like young years to midlife teenage mm. to now she's in her first year of uh, post secondary education, um, and just just seeing how she's developed as a human, mm -hmm. um, I'm 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 very proud of the human she's become. Mm. Do you think she's going to be interested in following in her parents' footsteps, or no. she's going to be doing something? Completely and different? any of her friends that want to go into fashion, she 
looks at them and says, it's, it's, it's way too hard. <laughs> so no, I think she's in computer science and okay, does, loves sort of digital. So yeah. I think she's going down that route and mm. she's at art school right now. So I'm, I'm excited for her. So still the creative genius. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's so, followed. they're so young and jobs are so different yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and the job market's so different. Mm. So it'll be really interesting to see how that mm. evolves because you do watch it when you're a mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's talk about what's new with Kim Newport, the new collection that just launched. So tell me about the vision behind okay. it. And it's really, it's a big departure because after 17 years of doing Pink Tartan, yeah. this is something completely new. Yeah, so I think, you know what, I, so I'm still doing Pink Tartan, yeah. and Pink Tartan's my sportswear collection. Yeah. And what I found is that in the, when, when, I, when you're, when you, The way we used to go to market is you made these huge collections and then they would get, you'd have all the buyers come in and mm. it would be edited down. And I think with, you know, sort of more direct consumer um, and digital, I think it's, for me at least, I just want to focus on what I'm good at. Right. So for Pink Tartan, I've really, I don't make the line as huge as I used to. It's more mm. of a focus in Canadian made special tailoring. So um, we do the blazer, trouser, and luxury shirt category really well, and then like some fashion pieces that go with it. Mm -hmm. um, so we've, I've moved from there, and then I have a little essential line, and I do that with the shopping channel. So yeah. great essentials. Mm -hmm. So the most beautiful little cotton three-quarter t-shirt that fits and is beautiful, that's, that's, that's sort of just essential basic pieces that we bring to market that, you know, it's not about fast fashion, it's about being 30 plus washes that you love it, right. that you live in it. And then sort of the evolution is I felt there was something missing in the sort of cocktail world. Because mm. I struggle, I have different mm. events to go to, I really struggle with to find the dress I need at the time yeah. I need it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a, I can relate. You can get a great dress yeah. and that's your favorite and you wear it. Right. But sometimes you have something that comes up. Mm. For instance, this wedding in India, I needed a great dress. At, mm. I could not find what I needed because right. it, there was, it, you know, everything has collections. Yeah, yeah. And designer is very expensive right now too. Mm. I think just with the yes. the Canadian dollar is very low. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to fill a niche, mm. and I feel that I've always loved red carpet, and I've loved cocktail, and I've loved mm. sort of glamour, and I've, you know, collected it, bought it, wore it designed dresses successfully but more of a sportswear dress that it, it was kind of a departure if I was going to I'm going to go into this new direction I'm working with an incredible house that's making the product um, with me and it's really about a modern girl's guide to glamour mm -hmm. and being able to go have a place to go right. where you can actually speak to the designer mm. like old world mm -hmm. and I can make something beautiful for you right Um, and we have a little bit more latitude on customization. Okay, And that's so great. this was quite a large collection and I did everything from a beautiful gown to what's just the perfect little little black dress in a very modern fabric. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's, I, I love taffeta. Yeah. Uh, I love, you know, I love sort of silk tulle. There's some beautiful sort of cloud jacquards mm, yes. yeah so I, I actually it was just such a breath of fresh air mm. to be able to concentrate on instead of how to put the outfits together right. too for the show it was just this is the beautiful dress yeah, yeah. and that's this the is center the, of attention and this is the style and this is the beautiful jewelry we're mm. putting with it and it's and you know I think it it, it 
it, it really was so fabulous because it comes to life so quickly. Mm -hmm. So it starts as a muslin. Right. And then we get to that. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, was, it was an exciting moment for my career. And the pieces are absolutely beautiful. So when do they hit market? When can so we spring, get access to them? Spring okay. 2020. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so spring 2020, they'll be ready. And it's so nice. We had such a great response. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting orders. And people loved certain pieces. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really happy that we're going to market now. Mm -hmm. So look for Yeah, February. Very exciting. Yeah. And in conclusion, I'd like to ask you about what do you think has changed for women? So if we go back, even when you started mm -hmm. Pink Tartan almost 20 years ago, what's different for women back then? Well, now, today, compared to back then? Well, I think there's been a lot of power given to women. I think mm -hmm. that we're seeing it. Like, you know, it's like we're catching up. I mean, I feel, I just feel, and again, I've worked in a really predominant women industry right. so I've always yeah. had girl power yeah. we've always Powerful been girl women. power yes, exactly um, so it might be a little bit different than yeah. some of my friends that like work in, in finance. finance exactly <laughs> so I didn't I've never had sort of the struggles yeah. there yeah. Um, and I'm also in a business that attracts a lot of women yeah. so yeah. I'm 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 lucky I think that it's it, it it's just moving forward yeah. we're moving forward yeah. digital's moving forward mm. you know Girl powers, we're moving forward. I think it's it, it, it's really exciting. Mm. It's exciting how we're catching up. Yeah. Well, thank you for celebrating women for since the start of your collection almost 20 years ago. I think Pink Tartan has always oh, yeah. uh, offered women, you know, those wonderful options and that armor, or you know, those options for facing the world and uh, being the, that powerful woman out in the world, whatever the field we work in. So thank you for that, and thank you for speaking to me today on the Brand is Female. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Brand is Female. Thank you to my guest, Kim Newport-Mimren. If you like this episode, as always, don't forget to review and subscribe. We'd also love to stay in touch on social. Visit us at The Brand is Female on Instagram. I'll be back next week with a new guest on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.